Hey everybody, it's Maddie. Yeah, I'm interrupting my own show, but hopefully to tell you something exciting. So hopefully you listen to the show, you write in questions about your life because you've got a problem or you want a new start or, or somebody's just making you crazy. And hopefully we help and hopefully you love the show. If, if you hate the show and you're still listening by now, then you're a martyr. You've got other issues. Move on. But for those of you who do love it, hopefully this is something exciting for you. If you live in the Los Angeles area, I want to meet you. I would love to meet you and talk about, um, just kind of dig deeper a little bit into a problem that's going on in your life for free. I ain't charging you. You're my listeners. Um, more details will be unfolded. But if you're interested, go to DearMaddieShow.com and where you can submit a question. Just submit your information and say, hey, I have a problem. I live in the Los Angeles area. You don't even have to tell me what it is. Just tell me that you live in the area and like to meet um, and give me your phone number and make sure you include your actual email. And then myself or someone else will be contacting you. And yeah, more details to follow. All right, everybody. So back to the show. <laughs> that's really fucking hard. So that's just, well, I'm recording now. That's the first time I started a podcast with that's really fucking hard. <laughs> that could be a different show. Hey, everybody. Yeah. It's a podcast. What? What? Um, we're hard. No, I'm kidding. We're not. This is Matt Marr. I'm with Paul. I'm nervous now because you told me you're Paul. Alaya. Paul Alaya. Matt Mayer, right? Mayer? Yeah, Matt Mayer. I always say Alaya, but Paul Alaya. Spell it for our visual listeners. Hey, guys. It is E-L-I-A. See? There you go. Alaya. This is going to be a difficult show for me. Why? Because of your arms. My arms? You're... What's wrong with So fit. Like, I just went... We were talking about him earlier, but if you and Brady Matthews ever made out in front of me, my head would explode. <laughs> Do you think that would ever happen? Well, we, we got to get Brady Matthews to show up. You know, <laughs> we like, got to get Brady. He's so busy painting. And, Could y'all you know. do Brokeback Mountain too for me? Uh, I would like to, you know, uh, the musical. <laughs> the mu- yes. <laughs> that would be great. I'm right. not going to quit you, <laughs> or I can't quit you. Isn't that what he said? Now show me your ass. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So I like, know. All right, this yeah, is great. This is great. Let's we're gonna sip our green tea. Um, <laughs> so tell everybody. Obviously, if you're not a comic, you should be because you're funny. Um, oh. But you are. Tell everybody how we know each other, though. Well, before I say anything, I just want to congratulate Matt Marr on his uh, national commercial that's uh, oh. currently running. Uh, Hotels.com, right? Is it still running? I think it might be done. I saw it. I, I saw it like last week. Oh, you did? I did. On TV? I did see it on TV last week. Shut up. I For thought sure. it was done. Oh, cha-ching. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was watching like... Uh, Something from an, four weeks ago? Yeah, some, some from four years ago. I don't know. I know. That's no. the thing. People at TV are like, I saw you. I'm like, they're like, I saw your Justin commercial with Target. I'm like, that was a year ago. <laughs> yeah. You're just are, catching up. People are like, Paul, I saw your commercial uh, was two weeks ago. Congrats. I was like, I was six when I shot that. Okay. <laughs> Like, oh, I mean, the camera does amazing things to you. Amazing. <laughs> Some old-ass commercial. You got that to Yeah, I just want to call Macaulay Culkin and be like, man, dude, congrats on Home Alone, man. It's You're doing a second one, man? He's like... <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, That's tell me how we know one another. Um, well, yeah, congratulations, man. And, thank you. Uh, I'm really happy for you, buddy. And thank you. How I met you was we did Nick Wilcox's show. Mm-hmm. At Flappers in Burbank. And, oh, Nick Wilcox. Yeah, and what I did was, I, when I first started comedy, I started looking up uh, bookers, and I was like, oh, this guy seems gay. He might help me out. So, because uh, you're pretty. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you... I mean... <laughs> Gay, you get gay guys flirt with you all the time. Gay probably. guys flirt with me more than uh, women by far. I don't know if God's trying to tell me something, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's so interesting because 
there's so many gay dudes will like flirt with me and I'm like, why can't you have tits? Like I just, <laughs> please, <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> please, please help me somebody. Please. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we met we met at that show, and then we became friends, and we stayed in touch. And uh, I stayed in touch because you, well, yeah, because you're hot. But honestly, you were also, <laughs> and I immediately was like, I got a Facebook this guy and see his shirtless pictures. By the way, you need more. You have, I, I, you I have like I, two. I, I have two. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and they're all like half. They're like no, half chest. Yeah, yeah, I need the full chest. I really feel like if you're a hot guy on straight on face on straight book, <laughs> that's <laughs> should my, be called it. It should be called on Facebook. You really should just have an album that's just called. Shirtless pics. Right, Just right. Just make it easier for everyone stalking you. Like, right. that's what people, I should have pictures, things that make me look fat, you know, like, because <laughs> that's what people really want to see. Like, anyway. Um, but, but the reason I wanted to follow you is because you were really funny. Oh, really, thanks, I was man. with a friend that, and then he was like, that guy was hilarious. Thanks. Really, bro. really funny. Yeah. So, um, so, but and you, so are you, man. Very funny. Well, you know. Dick jokes go a long way. Um, <laughs> so you've been in LA for how long? Uh, four years. That what? Yeah, so when I met you, you were just kind of here. Yeah, that was like my second year here. I thought you were like, as far as you're like getting, I thought you had been here way longer. Oh, thanks, man. No, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, I thought you were here like me that ten years. Yeah, I, I came in, hit the ground running, man. I didn't waste any time. Where'd you come from? Detroit. You're fucking baller. Yeah, I'm a baller. I'm dangerous. You're baller. Is it interesting? Like, so what do people think that your race is in Detroit? And then, because here people just think you're Mexican, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. And, uh, and my ethnicity is called Chaldean. Hmm? And uh, it's called Chaldean. And uh, we're a legit race. We have our own Wikipedia page and all that stuff. Because <laughs> that uh, makes it a legit race. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're, uh, we're Catholic Arabs from Iraq. Uh, I like to consider, consider myself a white running back. There's just not. I'm like a straight theater major. There's just not a lot of us around. Uh, like a pet dog in China, we're all dead. You know, there's just not too many Chaldeans around. And in Detroit, there's a lot of Chaldeans there. And when I moved to L.A., people were like, "Oh, you're Italian. You're Greek. You're uh, Hispanic." But uh, you know, Chaldean. Usually, yeah, Chaldean. That's what it's I've called. Never, do what language do Chaldeans like? In we the, speak Chaldean. Really? Yeah. It's like, do you do you know how to speak it? I do. I'll teach you how to say hello. Okay, do it. It's a dachiwit. Dachiwit. Yeah. Wow. That was great. Look at that. Dachiwit. Oh, look at that. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Oh, so now, do you ever just speak Chaldean to girls whenever you have sex with them in their ear? Um, Sorry, my tangent. My tangent. <laughs> right. Um, I, uh, I try, but then they just think I'm like, uh, I have throat congestion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he saying? Is he, is he saying he's going to pull out? I don't know. <laughs> Should I squeeze my tits together? Is that what he's <laughs> I don't know. It's so confused. Right, right. It's so confused. Now, um, are you single? I am single. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Go ahead. Take a great d- drink of your green tea. That's fine. I'll All put right, in I'm, filler. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking into the mic. Yeah. We're totally, we're. Yeah, ooh, I like that. We're like sound effects. Yeah, it's um, sexy. How you've been single since you got here? It's, yeah, it's hard I, when you have a career. It, it definitely is, and that's I'm, your focus. I'm super picky, man. I don't oh, know really? what it is. Yeah, like I'll I'll date a chick, mm-hmm. or I'll meet a chick and hang out with her, mm-hmm. and then I would think I just don't want to date her. I just kind of want to hook up with her, uh-huh. and I don't want to have any kind of attachment to her. And mm-hmm. uh, I learned not to do that because I feel like I give them a disservice, but. You know, are I, you upfront about it though? Do you tell them that? I don't know. Like, like, see, um, I'm kind of, sort of. Like, I will, <laughs> I, I, I will tell them, like, hey, you know, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but let's hang out. Then we'll hang out, and then, 
Uh, I'll enjoy hanging out with them. And then I can go two weeks without talking to them and it won't bother me. And I don't feel like that's someone that you really care about. I mean, there have been girls where I've met and hung out with that. I wanted to see them every day, but they just didn't feel the same way. And, um, you know, that's pretty much how, uh, you know, that's how LA is too. You yeah. Know, you'll, I'm sure you've met yeah. somebody and oh yeah, you're like, oh, I can't wait to hang out with them again. And then they don't yeah. want to hang out with you. And yeah. it's like, why can't you act like that one girl that I didn't want to hang out with? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. I just want to put your personality on those tits. Like that's what, you know what <laughs> Yeah, it's your personality and that penis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Potato, potato. Right. Uh, same thing. Different flavor. Different you know, fl- um, but you're young. Like, yeah. I mean, you're like 25. So like 27. 20, yeah. You're, yeah still. How old are you? I'm like that. I feel a little old right now because I was well walking when you were born. I'm 36. No. Yeah. Well, you look young, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you, have, you. Thank you. Yeah, you have uh, young man eyes. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't know what That's that sexy. means. I, I don't. Thank you very yeah, much. I just thought of it right now. I was just oh, looking at your eyes. And... Young man eyes. <laughs> exactly. It's because I'm doing this cleanse. It makes me look younger. Oh man, I gotta do the fucking cleanse, man. I'm telling you, people. I actually, there the girl at work there. She's like, "You look younger." And I'm like, "What am I doing? I'm just like nodding." I'm telling no, you. Oh, they're the girl that works there. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, I hope she's not bullshitting. Like she tells everyone that, like, "You look younger." The guy's like, I don't "Really?" Think so. The clan's working. She's really religious, so I don't think she ever lies. Oh right. She's like really, yeah. So I think she's she's like she's not a Mormon, but she's like that. Like they don't lie. They don't lie. Yeah. Mormons never lie in the history of the world. Mormons have never lied. It's really just, difficult. We can we can put that. Who's on your shirt? Oh, that's Biggie Smalls. Oh, see, I would know that if I, I'm not. Into, are you into <laughs> urban music? Black I am. Music, I am into rap. Urban, my, what it's called? Rap. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> my my favorite music is old school R and B music. Oh no, I do like some of that. Yeah, like Maxwell. I love Maxwell. Oh, love Maxwell. Um, so sexy. I, I even like Air Badu. Um, oh yeah, that's it, not. And uh, why do they keep playing her? On, they play her every three seconds on the radio here in L.A. In Detroit, they never play. Oh, of course, because you were exposed. So what was it like? And, and Sade. Like, like they, Sade, they fucking love Sade. Why? I don't know. I mean, I like did, Sade. Did she, did, did she do something? Did she like... She's, well, I think she Discover like, Glendale? What did she do? <laughs> she did discover Glendale, actually. <laughs> um, she... Um, no, but she, you know, she was that was a big breakout hit for her. You know, back in, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking to my ass. I know nothing yeah, about this. Yeah, because they never play her in Detroit. Somebody ever. who's like an RB historian is going, you're stupid, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is why. So I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say that at all. But so what was it like, though, growing up? I mean, because honestly, when people say they're from Detroit now, I don't imagine a nice city. Right. I, I mean, just because you see the pictures of everything like run down and broken mm-hmm. and then is that like I can, I'm imagining all of Detroit can't be like that but I, I mean was it was it rough growing up in there well when I first moved to uh the first neighborhood I grew up in was uh very poor a lot of low income housing mm. and it was my mom and my three brothers my dad would work make like maybe 500 bucks a week and that was my mom was using that to support me and my f- three brothers wow who by the way are really fucking hot. Oh, thank you. Like, yeah. your family is... I bet your mom's gorgeous, too. Is your dad a good-looking guy? Like, you're pretty. My dad used to be a good-looking dude, yeah. I mean, he's still handsome. He's still a he's handsome just dude. Still, yeah. You know, he just, you know, likes food. So, oh, um, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, your family's pretty. And you're all, like... Oh, I think all your brothers are, like, you're big fitness people, all of you, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all into fitness and uh, waxing their eyebrows and their chest. Um, they do all that? Do you wax they, things? I don't, I don't wax, man. 
No, I you don't wax. You if don't I, wax your eyebrows. I don't think you don't need no, to. They no. look good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they can use a little bit of cleaning up. But I think most guys just need to do a little bit above the nose, in between the eyebrows, and that's it. Yeah, that's. I, I would agree with you. I would say unless not, you're not like, too much. yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway, so that well, I mean, that's a humbling. Yeah, that's a humbling childhood. There, pro- it wasn't like y'all didn't have a Super Nintendo when you were eight. Um, we didn't have a lot. We didn't have a lot of stuff. No. Um. So the neighborhood was dangerous and i guess it's just when people are come from low-income housing it's just fact whether you're black white hispanic whatever Mm -hmm. well you don't have a lot of stuff you just uh look at things differently Mm -hmm. and people solve problems differently as an example if i was raising a family in a poor neighborhood and i couldn't i could barely afford to feed my kids i'd probably behave a certain way which may not be the best influence on my son or on my daughter Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that influenced a lot of the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone's building a house. Okay, oh, th- uh, that's my dog itching. Oh, the dog itching. Itching. Yeah, you probably can't hear on the show, but yeah, she does a little. Oh, thumping. she's so cute. But uh, yeah. So, but even though the neighborhood was a little dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, it I felt like growing up in that area taught me a lot about how to conduct myself and. How to be? How to really be a man and stand up for myself? A lot mm. of those things that I still practice today. Um, I would get into a lot of fights, and a lot of it was because I looked the way I look. People would walk by and just be like, "Yo, what up, bitch?" Yeah, really, fucking Arab motherfucker. Yeah. So that's just. Oh yeah. You know, and I used to take it, and then I learned to defend myself. So, um, but yeah, the and there's other neighborhoods that were way worse. Like I was fortunate to grow up in the neighborhood that I grew up in because. The neighborhood that I grew up in was called Southfield. Mm-hmm. And there's some areas in Detroit, like Southwest Detroit, East Detroit, Hamtramck, that are really, really dangerous. Where kids my kids that were my age, like 10, 11 years old, are walking around with like knives and stuff like that. Wow. You know? Yeah, so it, it definitely gets more dangerous. But my family uh, does really well now. My, uh, my mom, she opened up a liquor store about 15 years ago, and the business did well, and my brother's a successful law firm. My other brother's a neurosurgeon. Oh wow! Yeah, my other brother's uh, he's a mortgage banker. Oh wow! You know, and I'm in uh, Matt Mars' apartment. Um, <laughs> it's just you're the most successful. Exactly, you're the most successful. Are yeah. you the youngest? Uh, no, there's one younger. And then yeah, he's a mortgage banker. Yeah. So, are did they all back in still in Michigan? They're no. The brother that's a neurosurgeon. Uh, his name's Chris. He actually moved to Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, wow. Yeah, practicing uh, neurosurgery. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that asshole. Right. Like, what are you going to do with that brother? Yeah, like, yeah. What are you going to do? You know, Ugh, you're always like. He's just walking around being handsome, making money. It's just like. None of your brothers are gay. None of them are gay. We're all straight. They, At least as far as I know. Ask them if they've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> just dabble how do you feel I'll about the oklahoma boys yeah i will fly to michigan yeah with those little baby eyes you know mm-hmm. young eyes give them me. young eyes and then young eyes give <laughs> me a reason but like so this is gonna make you even more attractive though because and what because you're a nice guy like y'all probably are totally like gonna take care of your parents now too aren't you oh my god you seem like that t- I, i'm that type too yeah i I, I can't because I'm in my apartment with you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're both in the apartment. How can we support our families in this We're apartment? In this apartment. With what's your dog's name again? Sophie. With Sophie. <laughs> Sophie. You gonna pay the bill, Sophie? Put your ass over here, girl. 
himself. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I'll scratch this wall. Um, I, I wish, and I, I dream for that day where I can uh, just take care of my family. And that's what gives me a lot of motivation because mm-hmm. my mom has taken care of me my whole, my whole life. She's mm-hmm. always helped me out. And even when I moved out here, there are some times where, you know, I'm sure you know how it is, man. It gets really difficult. Oh, you yeah. Know, they, and you they help call me your out. parents. And that's, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I would, I'd, I'd love to do that. That's, that's a dream for me to do that for that's, my parents. Are you more mama's boy or daddy's boy? Um, I'd say I'm both boy. Yeah. 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 I love them both equally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I would have said mama's boy originally. And then when my parents got divorced, I got started. That's when I started getting really close, close to my dad. So now like it's, mm. it's nice. It doesn't feel like a, it's nice. I feel like I'm more both. Anyway, right. you're so interesting. And oh, so for did, real? Yeah. So you went to, so sorry, I know we should get to questions soon, but I'm just interested in your life. Oh, there um, you go. Because you know, you're in a comedy club, mm-hmm. you do your set and then like you want to have a drink or something like that. And you, you just are talking about other stuff. But, right. um, so you left Michigan. Did you go to school or did you just move straight out here or? Um, I went to, uh, I went to college and then. Um, my last semester, I was asked to uh, work on a show called Detroit 187. Mm-hmm. And in between going to studying for the LSAT, uh, going to law school, and uh, acting, I was I was doing a little bit of acting as oh, I was so studying you started for the LSAT. law school. Uh, I, I was going to uh, start law school. Okay, where'd so, you do your undergrad? At uh, Wayne State University. Okay, it's in uh, Detroit, Michigan. So I played football there for. Uh, oh yeah, you about did. half a year. You're a really good football player. I, I was so obsessed with football, man. That's all, all I thought about. Like That's I, my brother and my nephews. That's all they think about. Yeah, I would... A lot of my motivation when I was younger was to be an athlete. I just wanted to be an athlete. There was something about showing what I can do mm-hmm. in front of people and fans mm-hmm. and showing a certain skill that I have was just so... It was just... I just ate it up, man. I just mm-hmm. loved it, you know. And I, I ran track as well, and um, I was I was really fast. So we would do the hundred meter, two hundred meter sprints, and I would place first or second, first or second. And it's just it was such a good feeling. And I yeah. guess it uh, you know carried over to uh, other things as well. And I played football for uh, half a season, and then I left the team, and then I started to do a little bit of acting stuff. I did some short films and. Um, and how I got into that was just randomly. My friend was like, Hey man, there's these auditions, bro. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come with you. And he goes, all right, you need to bring headshots. So I was taking an anthropology class and I had my mom's Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. So I was in my car and I was taking headshots of myself with the camera. Please tell me you saved some of yeah. I, I don't have them. I've been looking for them oh. forever. I was like, I have one of me serious. So I was like, this is the one of me serious. If it's a serious, this is one of me. If it's funny, this is one of me. If it's like what? funny and serious. <laughs> And this is romantic. And then I jumped to auditions like, hey, so uh, is this a serious or uh, a funny movie? <laughs> and they're thinking, we're going to cast this guy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. And the, this guy was like, do a monologue. So I was like, okay. So I just made up something. That I just <laughs> and it was like, it had no beginning, middle, or end. It was just <laughs> me like asking questions like, what? Why'd you do that? Why? Why'd you do that? Is that why you did it? That's why you did it. I'm like, thank you. And they're like, okay, he just asked a bunch of questions. <laughs> That's what he did. Did um, you get a call back? I booked three of them. From that? I booked three of them from that. I swear to God. That's how bad the competition was. There were literally people doing monologues that were worse than mine. 
<laughs> like, you know, that questions guy, he was pretty bad. But that one guy that did nothing the whole time. <laughs> so bad. That's awesome. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So I booked three of them. That's such a great example, though, about sometimes don't overthink shit. Just jump into it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Just jump and I didn't into know, it. I didn't know shit about acting. I know The only sh- thing I knew about acting was watch- watching Entourage. Mm. And I was like, what would Jeremy Piven do? Oh, and that's a good role model. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's all I would think about. I'm like, what would Jeremy Piven do? I'm like, so I would do a scene like, all right, I'm going to say this line and then scratch my eye like this. That's going to look badass. So we're doing a scene. And I'm like, just so really? into what I'm doing. You're not thinking about like, no, at all? no, not at all. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to scratch my eye because it's going to look cool. And I was like, maybe I'll like, I'll pretend there's an eyelash or something. <laughs> like, I swear to God that that's my like my how I'm gonna I prepare do that. for a scene. I have an audition today, and I'm gonna be like, when I'm I'm gonna do that. When am I gonna scratch my face? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. And then um, uh, I was asked to be a stand-in for uh, an actor on a television show that was shooting in Michigan because there was a lot, there was a tax incentive, there was a lot of film shooting in yeah. Michigan. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and I I dropped out of school mm-hmm. for that, and then. A year later, when the show wrapped, I, uh, I just, I just, I, I, I could not walk away from the business. You're I just, bitten. I, I, I couldn't do it because as a stand-in, they let me say the lines as well. They wouldn't let me just stand and that's it. Like I would stand in and rehearse. Yeah. With, with, even with some of the actors in the show, so I would. We do know like famous actors. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I was a stand-in for Michael Imperioli, so. Why do I know That's what I was guy? working with. Yeah, he's in the Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah, he. So what a thing to jump it. into and like see such a. I mean, that's a was a professional shoot. Yeah, yeah. And then I just realized they would bring some guest stars in on the show and some recurrings, and I would just think to myself, uh, I could do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. I don't feel like they're better than me. I don't feel like. I don't feel any of that. Mm-hmm. So I um, told my parents, I was like, I'm not going to law school, and I moved out here. Were they cool with it? Not cool with it. <laughs> not because I think if cool your dad's a neurosurgeon or your brother's a neurosurgeon, mortgage banker, a lawyer, yeah, I I definitely walked away from a uh, a very established life financially. I could have had a very established financial life, but um, you know, and, and I think about it sometimes when I'm eating ramen noodles. Um, something about the aroma. <laughs> something about the aroma makes me want to like, pick up a law book. I don't know what it is. What it is? Yeah, I'm not. Parents should do that to their kids. Like their son's like, I want to be a rapper, daddy. He goes, Oh yeah, smell this. <laughs> smell this. Yeah, I'm gonna go to school. <laughs> something about this you chicken can, flavor. You can always go back to school, though. Yeah, you can always go. I, back I, to school. I don't plan on going back to school. I um, I'm just gonna. Keep I don't think the, you're gonna have to. Are yeah, they supportive you, now that they see like how you're starting to get successful? Yeah, definitely. The, um, last year, especially, I uh, I was very lucky. I got on. Uh, I did four TV appearances and what shows? I did Agents of Shield. I did Mixology. When were you on Shield? I watched that show. Really? I was on the first season. I did episode twenty-one. It was called. Uh, it was when Coulson and May they infiltrated uh, Cybertech. Yeah, I was one of the scientists interviewing them. I didn't even notice that. Maybe yeah. I was knitting and I was looking down. I have to go watch that again. Yeah, yeah. I saw Mixology. Adorable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mixology was fun. Uh, Andrew Santino's hilarious. And uh, I did Mistresses. And then I did uh, the Brittany Murphy story, which oh, was on yeah, Lifetime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I did, I did those things. And then this year. Um, I didn't watch because I don't have cable button. anymore. Were you have like a big role in the Brittany Murphy story? What did you do? Um, I played. Uh, I was in two scenes. Um it was. I was really happy with the work I did. It was. Uh, it was really, 
really good work that uh and when I saw it I was, I was that was like one of the first times I really saw something and I was like I could not have done any better. That's an awesome Jeremy feeling. Jeremy Piven couldn't have done any better. Jeremy Piven. Even if he's not, how many times he scratched <laughs> you, his face. Look at that. Look at that when I pulled my ear. That was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I was like, good. and that was organic. I wasn't even thinking about that <laughs> shit. I just pulled my ear just because. Just know? because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was really happy with it. So, um, yeah, last year was really good. And my parents, they uh, they noticed I was working, tw- like, everything I worked for. Uh, I'm starting to see results. Mm-hmm. You know? But you know how how the business is so up and down. So. It is up and down. Yeah. So, you know, if there's three three months where I'm not working, they're like, oh, so you're doing nothing with your life. <laughs> you're doing nothing. Uh, I'm like, I'm auditioning, so you're doing nothing with your life. Uh, like, you know. Do they like stand-up or are they like, oh, stand-up? My, I feel like my dad's a secret fan. My mom hates stand-up. Oh, nice. Yeah, my mom's like, I just hate that you stand and people laugh at you. <laughs> I hate that they laugh at my son. Don't laugh at my son. That's why I don't want to bring my mom to a comedy show because I feel like I tell a joke. She goes, shh, shh, shh. No, no, don't laugh. He's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, get it. Oh, man. My mom hates stand-up. That's she just doesn't want people to laugh at me. That's why. That's hilarious. She goes, I want people to look at you and be like, yes, this guy, you know, nod their head like this. Not left, left. You be silly and stupid, you know. Oh, man. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh. All right. All right. Paul, Paul, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, I said it right. Aaliyah. God bless it. Fucker! No. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. I got to think a pariah. Exactly, a pariah. That, okay, that's Paul not Laya. that's not the gayest thing I've that's, ever heard. That's not at all. Paul Laya. Okay, I'll have to remember. Um, oh, all right, let's get to questions. We're way over time, but you're funny and you're interesting. But I feel Aww. like I need to – I want to know about your life now. Um, oh, oh, I do have another question. Okay. Your body's insane. Do you eat just lettuce? Oh. Uh, I, Are you really healthy? Because I, I, I offered you tea here and you said whatever is the healthiest. And I was like, oh, right. bitch. <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. Right, exactly. Um well, I haven't had a sandwich t- since 1970. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, that's impossible because I'm born in 88. But it's true. I, I make sure I have a very healthy breakfast. Um, the the first meal of the day uh, usually takes the longest to digest because you know when you eat lunch, you're still on the go and you're moving uh-huh. and you're active. Usually in the morning, you kind of settle in. So. Uh, I juice a lot of vegetables, oh, nice. and I'll use that as a breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then I usually have a light lunch, and then I'll have a semi-heavy dinner, and then I go to the gym. But I always make sure to to at least do some sort of activity, at least at the gym, 30 minutes a day, every day. You're good. Yeah. You're good. All right. Well, inspiring, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, everybody. Well, here we go. So we have a uh, first question here. This is uh, – we got three questions today. All from – we have, it's a lady show today. So um, all right, first question. This is from Kate, age 28. What's up, Kate? What's up, Kate? Hey, what's up, boo? Thank you for submitting. Submit your questions at DearMaddieShow.com, y'all. I need some. Um, Dear Maddie, I have a great job, a great boyfriend, and great friends. The only problem is – that between all of these things, I don't seem to have a lot of time for my hobbies anymore. And I miss things like baking and reading. My question for you is this. How do I take more time for myself without jeopardizing my friendships and relationship? Love your show, Kate. Twenty-eight. Thank you, Kate. I love your show, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, what? 
Do you want to go first? Go ahead. It what, seems like you're thinking. And th- this is what I would say if if you were to compromise time with your boyfriend to do something you like and that would jeopardize your relationship, then I don't think you're in a very strong relationship because... Ooh, you just got to it. No, because it's, it's the truth because... Hashtag truth talk. Think about it. Um, if, if, if you're dating someone and you say, hey, listen, you know, I, I need some time. I just want to bake. So maybe let's not hang out tonight. I want to bake. And then they hold resentment or they, they make you feel mm-hmm. terrible for doing things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. They should actually encourage and support you to do those things. Yeah. Um, a job is a job. There's nothing much you can do about that. Um, I mean, unless she's working 14 hours a day, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, when you come home and if you want to bake, bake with your boyfriend, bake with your friends. Yeah. Um, you can do your hobbies with your friends. Yeah. Also, and if you want to spend time alone, you can tell them, hey, listen, guys, you know, I just need some uh, – I can't hang out tonight. I'm going to go do this. So – I feel like if you there's always ways to make time for your hobbies and a really strong network of friends and relationship will encourage you to do that. So mm-hmm. I would tell her don't I would tell Kate don't feel like you would jeopardize anything. I feel like uh you'd be doing yourself a disservice by not doing that. You should yeah. for sure take time to do it and it I don't think she'll be doing herself or that relationship a disservice. I think she'll actually be doing it a service because She's more happy with herself. She's doing hobbies and activities that she actually enjoys. So she probably is going to be more fun to be around when exactly. she's with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, when she's exactly. with her friends. She has something to talk about. Yeah, but she's... yeah, but jeopardize. I mean, if you were if you were dating someone and he was like, "Don't do stand up. You can't do stand up." You know, yeah. or, or let's say you say, "I want to do stand up because uh, I like it," and then your boyfriend's like. And you felt it might jeopardize your relationship. Wouldn't that I make you feel uncomfortable? Oh, yeah. I haven't been in dating relationships where I felt that way, but I've been in friendships and some like business partnerships where I felt that way. That it was like mm, I felt bad going and doing my own stuff because I was compromising and it was just – it wasn't what – it was It was unhealthy. And when – and, it, you know, I'm kind of – we're not really dating, but I'm kind of, you know, seeing somebody now. But it's mm-hmm. – <laughs> You have the live studio audience button. That's like, yeah. I need to get one of them. I want a thing with just buttons now where I can create stuff. Oh, you got to have the live studio audience button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, um, we're not serious at all because we're both super focused on our careers right now. And I, I mean, like we both can date other people. So it's not even like that. But like one time he wanted to hang out. I was like, uh, that's cool. I said, I'm kind of excited about a mean night. I'm just going to kind of refill the cup. And he was like, cool. Great. Have a good. And then, like I saw another day, the next day later, he was like, "Hey, how's your night? Do you feel better?" Like, so I think that was a change for me because I didn't have that in like a lot of closer relationships. And you know, Kate, your maybe your boyfriend cares about that. Maybe he doesn't. So, like, I don't want to assume that your boyfriend's not wanting you to take time for yourself. Maybe he's just. I mean, where I'm from, and um, I see this. Maybe people do it here, but I feel like, especially I'm from in Oklahoma, like when people. Get into like that's why I hope my nephews never get in relationships or anything serious when they're in high school because that's all people freaking so many people there they get locked into these relationships and then that their identity gets wrapped in that relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So I I, yeah. I, would, I I I don't know I don't know what your relationship is like, Kate. So I don't want to say you're you know I think you evaluate. You could be in a, a not supportive. You could have a not supportive boyfriend, or you could just be afraid in your head. Yeah, that's that what he I was would thinking, care. That's what I was thinking too. So exactly. I would talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. Just like, hey, I can't hang out because I'm doing this because I want you want to bake, and that's awesome. And um, and and as far as you know, your hobbies like your friends and stuff. You like reading? Start a book club, girl. 
start a motherfucking book club. Like yeah. ask some of your friends that read. Then you're able to read. And also too, like if you have, I have friends that do book clubs. And um, book clubs. I, book. I it's, tried to. It's, I tried it's to your stop. book club, bitch. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe that's a way to include your friends. I, you know, I think the same. You just gotta have people that. It doesn't sound like you're trying to be an asshole, Kate. It sounds like you just want to have them. Because honestly, too, you're sing- or you're not single, but you don't have kids and you're 28. If you ever decide to have children, that's when things change. That's when you need to still take time for yourself, but your kids are going to become yeah. more of a priority. And you are going to have to really compromise. So um, and even then, do that shit now. Yeah, always always try and make time to do something that you really enjoy doing. You got to put – I always said this before, and I won't go through the whole shimmy, but – no, shmeep? Shmeep. I don't know what the shmeep is. The whole shmeep. <laughs> Where's that button? <laughs> yeah, the, um, the, the duck. You got to put yourself first, always. Whether you're married, whether you have children, whether, I mean, you got to put yourself first. And then, then, oh, you're swishing in the mic. Oh, yeah. I like it. it sounds sexy, it's, right? It sounds like, yeah, it's, it's a bit on my face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't do that. That's gross. I'm not into that. My mother just my mother just went, Matthew, why did you say that? It was such a good Matthew, show. It's a so- good Christian show. Yeah, my mom's not Christian. <laughs> it's a good Methodist show. No. Methodists are Christians, too. Oh. It's a good Anglo-Saxon <laughs> show. It's a good Muslim show. Which one is it? <laughs> I was raised Catholic too, actually. Oh, raised Catholic? Are you still Catholic? I'm still Catholic. Yeah. Yo, you still go to mass? Uh, I, I I go to church as much as I can. I, I work late on uh, the weekends. So, uh, what's your day job? Um, I work at a uh, I work at a nightclub, and if I'm not doing that, I'm just doing uh, doing stand up. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But she'll be she'll she always says that she's like you say such good stuff and it's so funny and your guess is funny and then you say something crude and i just cringe <laughs> do you want to hear that so anyway all right kate i hope that helped good luck okay um all right uh question number two this is from jordan um this was a i was a little shocked by this question but i'm i'm happy for it dear maddie uh i've been in a relationship with an ps i've totally saved this question for I've had it for like two months and I've been saving it for like a really straight dude. So <laughs> I'm the straightest dude you can think of. Well, I look like the brawny no, guy. You're a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you yeah. do look dressed well. Um, oh, thank you. All right, you so, have product in your hair. That you means products. I think you probably like a reach around when you're gonna be gay. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. So uh, my mother just cringed again. All right, <laughs> dear Maddie. Sorry about that, everyone. Dear Maddie, I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost a year, but the last two months his job has taken him out of the country and he will probably be there for another four months so long story short we're missing one another and the sex my boyfriend sends me naked pics and he wants me to do the same but i just can't i'm too paranoid what if those ever leaked i trust my boyfriend totally i just don't trust hackers am i being approved this is from jordan age 26 do gay okay first is my question do straight people send naked pics as much as gay people do? I, I have I've gotten so many dick pics on my phone. <laughs> and honestly, I'll admit, I've sent them. Right. I totally have. It's probably I'm you get ready, listeners, because if I'm famous one day. Your yeah, your mother's like, oh Chris! <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Oh no, I it was I just did it twice, mom. Just twice. And I <laughs> loved right. him. <laughs> right, right. Don't listen. I hope I'm I'm not gonna tell my mom to listen <laughs> to this show. Okay, so like, well, have you have you ever done that? Never. 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 Never send. I, I will never send a naked photo of myself to anybody. Ever. Ever. Because of that reason? Uh, because of that reason. And I I put a lot of value 
on my uh, naked body. And, oh, uh, do you? I, uh, it's not for texting. Oh. Uh, Sprint and T-Mobile, like whatever carrier you have, um, put a lot of, you know, I just can't do it. I, I, I really can't. And I'll, wow. I'll, honestly, a lot of it is because of that as well. And I just, it doesn't really turn me on, you know, looking, oh, at, yeah. looking okay. at tits on a phone. It doesn't really, doesn't really turn me on. Have you, know? you ever dated a girl who sent you something? Uh, yeah, I have. Really? And I just, honestly, I looked at it and I just deleted it. Wow. I was never the type to show my friends like, hey man, look at this chick. She's, look how hot she is. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I was never that type. Uh, I'm a I'm pretty private person when it comes to that stuff. Um, and I would tell, what's your name, Jordan? Jordan, that's why you don't have any shirtless pics on your Facebook. I'm not really into that, man. You're like private. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, don't know why. Don't and, actually do it. It's yeah. Bushy. Um, Yeah, I would never. I would say, is she being a, a prude? I be. I feel like it's what, the definition of prude has changed significantly. I feel like uh, what is a prude in one area is not a prude to a, another. I feel like mm-hmm. it's all what you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. So I would tell Jordan, whatever you feel comfortable doing, that's what you should do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change something because you're labeled as a prude. I'd rather be labeled as who I am rather than oh, let me pretend to be something I'm not. Do something I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and also, long-distance relationships are very difficult. They're, yeah. Uh, they're, they're very, very hard. And um, she's been with her boyfriend for a year. He's overseas, four months. I would say, um, you know, obviously don't cheat, you know. And if you feel like you will, then just say like, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, a year is not a very long time to be with somebody, but... Um, I mean, she misses intimacy and all that stuff. I'm sure he does as well. They should mm-hmm. definitely have a conversation about that. But, I mean, sending naked photos, if she doesn't want to, don't. Like it, I mean, if he breaks up with her for that and says, oh, yeah, you're, you're holding out on me. You're doing this. Then it's just. That's a dick. Yeah, man. That's it, a dick. It, yeah, it's like what's more important, sex or me? Like exactly. You getting hard or me? Yes. My feelings, you know? Wow. Wow. That's some real shit, right? Deep Paulia. Yeah. You didn't know. Yeah. You, you thought I was going to give a straight answer like, yeah, man. First of all, I'd watch the Bears game. I'd watch the Bears. Tom Brady didn't deflate those balls. He didn't do shit. Fuck LeBron James. Thank you very much. Uh, that was his answer to that question. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I 100% agree in that it's about. Jordan, it's about, I don't think you're being a prude. I think you're actually setting, this is a word a lot of people don't use in relationships that should. You're setting boundaries. Set your boundaries and don't compromise on those boundaries. Like everybody should have their own personal boundaries and just, yeah, you just, you just can't compromise on that kind of stuff. I think that it's, um, there's, it, there's also two, do I think hackers are going to get into your phone? Probably not, but probably if they are Korean. You never. Know. That's true. I mean, unless you're. I think we also think about it a little differently too. Is that I am actually uh, pretty, um, pretty, I pretty thoughtful about that kind of stuff because one day we could possibly be famous. So yeah, you already are, man. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in my apartment with you right now. And so, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, no, you think about that. And so, although now it doesn't even, I mean, bother. Like Jamie Foxx had like a nude pic. Everybody's had a nude pic now that's a celebrity practically. Right. And, and what these chicks are doing is these chicks are sleeping with dudes and taking photos of the dude asleep and posting it on Instagram. Yeah. 
That's yeah. This girl did it to Edelman. Edelman is a uh, uh, slot receiver for the Patriots. This girl took a photo of him. She goes, "I just fucked Edelman." Wow. And some some chick did it with James Harden. She was a stripper. She took a photo of her and James Harden, who's a player for the Houston Rockets. That sucks. Yeah, man. That really Power sucks. Power the you, phone. You can't even have like your personal life. Yeah. Anymore because I mean, people wonder why celebrities are paranoid and don't have friendships with people. I don't understand. Cameras have been around for a while. And why is it just now things are like leaking on the internet? Because I remember with my little tiny camera phone, I take shirtless pictures all the time and send them to people when I was like, you know, 17, 18 years old. And none of those were like leaking on the internet. Because they're like four bits. It would just be like pixels. Oh, yeah, now. pixels of pixels of nipples. <laughs> yeah, it's like it would be like, what is happening? Right, it's right. Like, yeah. So, but now I don't know. I mean, that's a. I don't know why now, but, but yeah, Jordan, just set your boundaries and um, yeah, don't do anything. You're not being approved, Jordan. You're not being approved. You're just setting your boundaries. And if your boyfriend thinks that you're being an asshole for it, then like. You know, there's other things you could do. He could watch porn. You could talk to him on the phone. Is jerking off cheating? Jerking to porn? Yeah. I know. I don't think it is. Do you? This one girl was, uh, I hung out with one. She goes, yeah, if my boyfriend jerks off, um, I consider that cheating. And I was so confused by it. That's not. So I'm like, so is she going to walk in? I'm going to be jerking off. And she goes, who's he? I'm like, no, he's, he didn't do anything. Is this who you're fucking? I can explain. What? You tripped and laid down and started jerking off? Yeah, that's what happened. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This bottle of loop fell out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you tripped and fell and landed on the Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't think so. I, I, yeah, that, that, that's wrong. Right. Yeah, so Jordan, just jerk off, or, or I don't know what. Well, I mean, but like the ter- you could de- talk to him over the girls. phone if you're comfortable with that. Yeah, you know. And then she goes, "What if he leaks the conversation?" <laughs> then it's like, if he then, leaks, the con- okay, Jordan. <laughs> then we need to talk then about who fun. you're dating and yeah, maybe exactly. a little bit of paranoia. Okay, <laughs> he works at IT. You're not Sandra Bullock in that Speed movie. Not Speed movie. <laughs> yeah. What's What's the movie where it was? We thought it was so cool that she would like. Order pizza online and everything. She never went out. The net. The net. I Remember haven't seen net. that. I would love to watch the net now because it made everything that seems so high tech. Now it's just like, yeah, you got a pizza on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember though, I remember watching that be like, you can order pizza from the internet, from your computer. Right. You don't even have to go out. That's so cool. Right, right. Anyway, uh, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think you were probably in middle school when that. I love these out. questions, by the way. Well, I love my listeners. They're great yeah, listeners. Honestly, you have some really, really, uh, really great listeners because it's very difficult to ask some of these questions. Are very vulnerable questions, you know? Oh yeah. So, uh, thank you guys. Oh, that's very. Yeah, I really. Um, I. Uh, I'm. I'm always shocked what they write. It, mm-hmm. It's just really awesome. So. This was. This was actually. This is a great question too. Actually, um, this is. Denise, every once in a while, I'll get a young person. This is from De- Denise, who's 15 years old. And I want to say... She's 15? I'm like, you're too young to listen to my show, Denise. <laughs> yeah. So listen to this question and then stop listening. Okay. <laughs> I once had like... No, but it was like once I had a high school girl. She wrote... Or middle... Like she was like 14 and wrote in like... It was such a sweet question. She asked like, I don't know what's better to use, a maxi pad or a tampon. And I was like, oh... 
I can't believe you're asking me that. Why right. don't you think I know? Yeah, exactly. But I did it. I haven't aired that episode Is yet. Is there I an older woman near I, you at all? Well, I, I did save that for a girl. So the girl pretty much answered that one. And I just went, yep. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Is that um, you spitting the tobacco? That's me. I need I need a button for the ding. I need a button for the oh, ding. Oh, man, you need a button for I that. need buttons now. Oh, that's um, hilarious. All right. So this is from Denise, age 15. She says, Dear Maddie, I, I know you love black men, so hopefully you can help. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I do talk about dating. Like I do. I, I pretty much date. Anyway. Um, so hopefully you can help. I live in a place where mostly everyone is white in a conservative town. Recently, I met a guy at school, and we talked a bit. I liked him, but we ran in different circles, so I never really thought it would work out. Well, now we are both lifeguarding at the same pool for the summer. Uh-oh. That's an 80s movie right there. Right. Um, and every day, I have to see him shirtless teaching toddlers how to swim. He's so hot and so cute. My ovaries would be exploding right now. She said ovaries? No, I said that. Oh, oh that's she said ovaries? <laughs> no, that's me. I would be like, oh my God, you're hot. You're teaching little kids how to swim. I love you. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is her. She's saying, I think he's flirting back with me, but why won't he ask me out? Is it a race thing? And if he does, I don't know what to do. I've never talked about this with my parents, and I don't know what they would do. I'm not a racist, but I'm worried about what my family and friends would think. Love you, Maddie. Denise, I love you, too, because you were very sweet for writing in this question. This yeah. is a great question. It's a great question. I mean, what this is this is a little difficult for me, because if you're an adult and you're, you know, you're living on your own and all that kind of stuff, I want to say, like, do what you want. Date who you want. It's, you know, look for a safe, great relationship with anyone. And, I rem- you know, there's something of... Uh, it's like a lot of times I used to volunteer for a helpline for LGBT youth and kids would call in. They would say, I want to come out. I just want to come out. And they would be 14. I'm like, okay, what's your home situation like? And so I don't know all this with you, Denise. So I'm, but like their home situation was they had like really super conservative parents who wouldn't let them go and do anything. And that tell them that like gay people are abominations and fags and going to hell and stuff like that. And so I'd be like, why don't we not come out to them? Like, is there somebody else you can talk to? Is there, is there a safe mm-hmm. way? So maybe you can't do this now, but is there a safe way to do this? And maybe I'm being too protective with Denise because I just don't know. But I don't – so, you know, I, I'm a little torn here. I don't know I, I, if you're feeling that way at all because I wanted to tell her the guy's nice and you all get along and you have – then date him, but I don't want her to make her home life if her parents are going to freak out. I don't or maybe they won't freak out. Maybe they they just never maybe they've never talked about dating somebody outside of their race because their parents don't give a fuck anyway. Yeah, and and I feel like there's two different um uh aspects here. There's the I'm attracted to this guy, like mm-hmm. taking race away. I want to date this guy, mm-hmm. he seems hot. Should I talk to him? And then it's uh would it be appropriate for me to talk to him? Yeah, there's so yeah, I feel like, two different questions. Yeah, there's, 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 Are you a therapist? I'm I'm just uh, I'm Chaldean. That's what I am. I'm, I'm Chaldean. <laughs> Chaldean. We're uh, we're very smart people. You are very smart yeah. people. There are there. Yeah. There's two questions. Yeah. So so she. Yeah. And I would say as far as the girl guy ratio goes, or uh, ratio. What the fuck. All right. The girl guy um, dichotomy. Rather, mm-hmm. if if she's attracted to this guy and he's not asking her out. Uh, there's a bunch of variables. It could be he has a boyfriend. It could be, or he has a girlfriend. He has a boyfriend. He could be gay. He could be, uh, um, maybe he's not attracted to her. Maybe he's not. There's a bunch of variables, but the only yeah. way to find out is to ask. 
if you in, can, in her position. If you can grow those balls now, Denise, that's yeah. the best thing in life you can do. So Denise should for sure be like, hey, so what's going on? And have a conversation. I don't know if she's spoken to him, but... Um, I mean, uh, she spoke a little bit, and he flirts with her, so... Okay, so they flirt. She should definitely... I think she already is talking to him. If she... You know, when she asks that question, like, why won't he ask me out? I don't know what to do. I mean... Also, they're, they're 15 years old. I don't know if yeah. she has a car. I don't know, like, maybe they go to the movies together, but... I'm saying if if I were her, I would say, hey, how about after this, let's go grab a coffee, or oh, they're 15, I forgot. Uh, let's go grab a milkshake. Yeah, you know, and um, or let's go watch a movie. 50, let's go. Actually, 15 year olds drink coffee now. Okay, cool. They, they, I don't, Jesus don't know why. Chris, what happened? It's too much. I know they should. Yeah, they should. Um, she should definitely uh, hang out with him at, uh, after work. And I feel like if he's not asking her out, I would put on Denise. How much do you want? Do you really want to go out with him? If you do, then set something up. I don't think it would be unladylike. I don't think, uh, especially now, 2015, I don't mm-hmm. think she would be considered a whore or no. whatever to ask a guy out to no. hang out. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, as far as the family thing. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I just thought about this, too. Ooh. Also, too, like, because you're 15, Denise, maybe I just always want to tell somebody to not jump into anything when you're 15. What about instead of thinking of him of like a dating person, what if you just – Ask him out to do something and just try to build a friendship with him. Because mm-hmm. there is – and then that takes a little bit of the pressure off with your parents too. Like this is your friend. And if your fr- parents don't want you to be friends with someone of a different race, then they're assholes. Right. So just build a friendship with this guy. Go out and do – and like – and think of – even if, if it's going to lead to dating, try to think of it like – I want this person to be my friend because I'm telling you if you try to build a friendship with somebody before you think just jumping to the boy, is he going to be my boyfriend? Right. You're going to be better off. And and also, again, um, you're, you're right about the parents. If the parents don't allow their child to be friends with someone of another race, that is very terrible. But at the same time, she's living under their roof, I'm assuming. Yeah. So she can't really be that defiant, mm-hmm. which um, is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but I would say, as far as the race thing goes, I would say, I would, I'd feel like I would be doing Denise a disservice by telling her she should or should not. I would really leave it up to her. I think it is up to her, you, you know? know? And maybe, um, um, cause something like that is really difficult because, um, as an example, my, my parents, uh, would not want me to marry someone outside my race. Oh, they wouldn't. They would not now. My parents are very old school. Okay. Yeah, my parents are very old school. And if I were to bring home a girl that's not Middle Eastern, uh, they would they would feel upset. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, do you feel pressure from that? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm in no rush to get married now. I mean, all my friends my age are are married or engaged. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends in Michigan, but uh, see, when you get my age, they're all divorced. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then they're all divorced. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it, it is very difficult, uh, the race thing. It, it's just so hard to, uh, to even make sense of it. Have you dated outside your race? Um, Never. yeah, I have. <laughs> your mom's not listening to this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. she will. No, I've, uh, I've, I've dated white girls before. Okay. Um, I've dated, I've, I've, yeah, fuck yeah. I've dated a bunch of chicks outside my race. Yeah. Um, but as far, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's very difficult because I mean, I'm just trying to, wrap my mind around her situation because let's say she has all white friends and I don't know where it is. I don't know when she says conservative, it's like religious conservative or just there's differences. You know, maybe too, like I know my nephews 
uh, my nephew's 17 and then 13, all the time they just have friends come over their house and hang out. So, or they go to other people's houses and hang out. So maybe to Denise, just bring him over and be like, Hey mom, I'm going to bring my friend over. Yeah. And if it feels like it's too much, if it's awkward with just you and him, like, cause you also said, I don't know what my friends would think. It's 2015. I'm pretty sure your friends don't care. I bet you I, all her friends are sleeping with black dudes anyway yeah. behind her back. They're all getting slammed. They're all getting slammed dick. by Slam. some black. Mm-hmm. Maddie, dick. You said dick on the radio. <laughs> Jungle fever. Yeah. Um, but so, but you can talk to your friends about it, Denise. I would say maybe that if you want to say like, hey, to your, like a friend you really trust. Hey, I kind of like this guy. Let them see what they think. And then make maybe like have four or five of you as friends get together as a group. Just invite. You said that we run in different circles. Maybe invite this guy in your circle mm-hmm. with your friends and then maybe see how your parents react to like if you're hanging – if your parents are like, who's that? Da, da, da. Yeah. And they freak out or if they're like, who's that? And they meet this guy. They get to know him through your circle of friends. And then later on you could say like, hey, we're going to start dating. They might not freak out as much because they know the guy. It just test the waters. Yeah. That's and, what I'm saying. And also I, uh, I found a common theme with all the questions. What? I feel like the common theme is um, – Oh my Make god, you're better at this show than I am. Jesus. <laughs> fuck you. Dear Polly. Not Dear Matt. Pa- you're like, what the fuck? I, I'm sitting in your chair now and you're like, this motherfucker stole my apartment. Hey, if I get abs and biceps, you can take it. <laughs> yeah. And, and and I steal Sophie. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. You good. Right. Um So common theme. The the common theme is I feel like is uh uh decisions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of, every listener who proposed a question. We're stuck at a crossroads. Should I do this or should I do this? And I feel like a lot of it is social influence or personal influence. And I Mm -hmm. feel like the influence that matters is personal influence. Mm. Yourself. Yeah. Should I send this pic to my boyfriend because, oh, I might get leaked on the internet. Mm -hmm. If she really wants to do it for her boyfriend because it'll make her happy, make her happy, do it. I feel like if this, this young girl wants to... Uh, hang out with this uh, gentleman and pursue a some sort of relationship with him, whether it's mm-hmm. sexual or romantic or, f- or friendly, she should definitely do it. And the first question of should I do this hobby or should I don't, I feel like she should she should do it. And I feel like the answers are already there in front mm-hmm. of them. But I feel like there's just those little influences holding these listeners back. So I would say um, take influence in consideration, but ultimately at the end of the day, you have to make your own decision, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's those people who make their own decisions that they want to do are the ones that get longevity in their life and the ones that are eventually more happy and are the ones who uh, are more proud of themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> drop Mike. Yeah, Boom. drop Mike. Yeah. There you go. Well, there we go. That was the vaguest, but it was pretty vague what no, I said. No, uh, it was good. It was good. It was sexy, right? No, there's like... There's like girls looking at your picture, listening to this, finger banging themselves. Really? Right now. Yeah. Bunch of hoes. Bunch of hoes. Hey, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Um, hey, for real though. That's it. That's it for our questions, though. Good job. Good job. Oh, Good thanks. Job. So now we're, you know, we are like way over on time. It doesn't matter. It's my show. Uh, it's in my living room. So normally we do. I normally, I think, for the first time ever. So the next section, you know, celebrity shit the bed, where we talk about something in pop culture. I usually mean to tell you before to think about something. And I totally forgot to do that. But, however, this is the first time that I'm actually bringing up a topic for Celebrity Ship the Bed to talk about. Because mm-hmm. I really don't understand it, and I want you to help me. Okay. I don't get Vine, and you Vine 
all yeah, the yeah. time. I mean, I do get it. I understand what it is. It's like videos, but like, is it like, do you have a lot of Vine followers? You're always making Vine videos. Explain yeah. to people what don't know what Vine is. Vine is a uh, is a social networking app where. Do you need water, by the way? Get you oh know. no, I just need to clear my throat. Hang on. Okay. <clears throat> We're good. <laughs> all right, I'm good. Now. All right, all right. Um, Vine is a social networking app where you're allotted six seconds of time to make a video, mm-hmm. and that's what Vine is. And that's and what Vine is. You're able to add music, be creative. Some of it's artsy, some of it's funny, some of it's sad, some of it is interesting. Um, you so- seem to really like it. I, I haven't Vined in a little while. Um, oh, I just saw Vine yesterday from you, I felt like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, the Michael oh, Jackson one. Oh, yeah, yeah, or Maybe I've seen something That wrong. one was uh, shot a while ago. Oh, like, okay. For some reason, all my Vines now are like getting a lot of like tweets and all this other stuff. But uh, yeah, you get six seconds, so that's what Vine is. Is it? I feel like there's a lot of, you know, because a tweet, you do a tweet or Instagram is a photo. But I feel like Vine, you've got to make a video. I I, I have a Vine account that I never use because it's just I feel pressure to like. Yeah, Vine really, is a very interesting. I feel like muscle. it's a lot of work. Like I know Tay Diggs is huge on Vine. Yeah, um, a lot of my friends are on Vine. Uh, I have a lot of my friends who are very fortunate, have a lot of followers. Um, I really respect people who have a large following on Vine because it's very difficult to create content with such a short amount of time, and I feel yeah. like that's real skill. To really have that too. ability, yeah, to really have that ability to make a six-second video and tell a story. And you and, do that. Invoke emotion. Your videos always make me laugh. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. No, I mean, you do a good job. I think that you're one of those people, too. Thanks, man. I, I can't do it. I'm yeah. too talky. I take too long. I need, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I need like 60 All right, minutes. so I'm making a vine. I'm making a and vine. Ju- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's it. And right. that's it. So, so it's not like, okay, so I thought maybe you were way more into it. But, I mean, you like it, but it's not like a... I'm 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 not doing as much anymore. I've um I've been focusing a lot on just uh, stand up and acting. I haven't been doing a lot of social networking as much, which I probably should. It's but... laborious. It's so laborious. Oh my God, if it's not one thing, it's another man. And I so like, oh, you got to get on Snapchat. You got to get on Periscope. You got to yeah, fucking what's get on... Periscope. What's oh, you don't that? know about Periscope? Oh God. Oh God. Man. Oh God. Periscope. Is yeah. that where people look inside your? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Okay. Well, don't look for me on Vine, people. I'm not going to do it. Um. But what's your Vine little handle? It's uh, Paul Alia, E-L-I-A, one, two, three. Oh, that's everything for you, right? Yeah. We'll talk about that later in the show. But um, at the end, we'll give a little shout out, But which we're almost there. Um, all right. So now at this point, show these chatty matty questions. Same five questions I ask every single guest. Okay. So the first question, these are for you. The first question, I know, are you nervous? No, I love it. I just purred like a cat. You did. I got a chubby. Um, (laughs) All right. Maddie. Maddie. Maddie crew. First question, what is your most memorable childhood smell? Classroom. Oh, really? Yeah. What about it? What what smell comes to mind? It's the smell of my grade school. I went to a school called St. Michael. And Mm -hmm. every time I remember when I was a kid. A Catholic school? Catholic school. I always remember that smell of that school. What did it smell like to you? Just is it? Can you describe it? It just—it's uh, a very industrial smell, mm-hmm. and it's just like the walls were white. Uh, could you smell the chalk and everything? I could smell the chalk and the uh, chalk and book bags. Yeah, I kind of remember that smell too, actually. and the, especially the smell of rain. Mm, does it rain a lot in Detroit? It does. Right? Oh yeah, it rains yeah. a lot in Detroit. I, I'll always remember the smell of rain 
and the smell of my grade school. So grade school, I mean, you talked about getting being bullied a lot, but what's grade school also great for you? Yeah, grade school was a little difficult from until uh, like sixth grade. Yeah. But then everyone found me funny. So they were oh. just like, oh, we find him annoying, but he's he's funny though. Because people, because I would really expose myself. And like, it's very vulnerable trying to be funny, making someone laugh. Yeah. Because if they don't laugh, you're... You're just considered. Uh, you're considered. You're, you're negative. It's a negative emotion. Yeah. But if you make them laugh, it's positive. There's no in the middle. Yeah. You know. Agreed. So that's why. That's why with stand up, you see a comic go on stage and not do well. People are like, Ugh! people start cringing and holding themselves. Yeah. Which is such an overreaction, in my opinion. It's so visceral. Yeah, but if you're funny and you make people laugh, then all of a sudden you're praised. Mm. So when I was a kid, people would, you know, they started to understand my humor. Mm. But uh, yeah. So I, I wasn't I was I wasn't bullied too much, but uh, I mean, you know, everybody, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I don't want people to get bullied, but boy, it helps you focus and listen to your own your own self, right? Uh, but oh, I'm going back. So I know you talked about your parents and dating. Would you date a girl that wasn't Catholic? Would your parents be pissed off about that? Yeah, they would. Wow. I. Uh, <sighs> it's very difficult, man, because. I I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't yeah. want to answer that. I mean, yeah, it would be it would be because I, I like going to church. I like uh, I I I'm Catholic more than just the holiday reasons because it's Christmas and mm-hmm. because it's Easter. There was a lot of things I loved about being Catholic. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm not a uh, like I feel like there's other things I like to practice like uh, fasting and mm-hmm. Lent and some of those other things. Uh, Ash Wednesday mm-hmm. and Really understanding that. I love the ceremony of it. I love that. Yeah. I love Midnight Mass. And, and I love Midnight Mass. And I feel like I cannot date a chick that has no religion. For sure, I cannot. Because I've, religion is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have strong faith in God. And I feel um, you need to have some sort of boundaries in your life. And I feel like that's what religion does. Religion mm-hmm. makes holds you to a certain esteem. And someone who just kind of has no religion just kind of does what they want. There's, mm-hmm. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But... For me, it I, I don't know if I could do that. I get that. I get some whoever they would need to have some type of like. Definitely, for me, it's not religion, but it would definitely need to be a higher power. Yeah, like believing in. For me, it's God, but for whatever it is, something that that holds them accountable, but also makes makes them feel inspired to go forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right there with you. Okay, and now. Chatty Matty question number two. Alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown on it. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Chatty Matty question. <laughs> it's just a bunch of words that rhyme. Yeah, yeah, no, Cooter Brown. It's a southern expression. If you're oh. really drunk, you're like, ooh, I'm drunker than Cooter Brown. Oh, something that gets something me really you drunk? Got, something, do you remember like a drink you can't have anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown on it? Uh, Jim Beam. Ooh, what yeah. happened that night? Oh, man, it was the first time I ever drank. Really? I was in high school. We threw up. My parents, my father was in Iraq for business, mm-hmm. and my mom was working at our liquor store, mm-hmm. and it was the weekend, and she didn't come home till about 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. so we threw a huge party at my house, and I was just taking shots and shots at Jim Beam, and it was like one of the first times I ever got drunk, Ooh. and I was just like... Thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. And I just kept taking shots, kept taking shots. And then I felt it. Then you felt it. 
felt it deep down in my pants, and uh, <laughs> both my hands were were here. So it was someone else's hands, and I think it was the hands of the devil, uh, Jim Beam himself, who came back from the dead and um, uh, uh, did something to me. <laughs> yeah, I was so fucked up. Was bro. your mom pissed when she got home? No, she didn't know I was that drunk. Oh, yeah, that and this drink called Sparks. I don't know if they sell it anymore, but I can't drink that either. What's Sparks? It's this incredibly over-caffeinated beer. That's a bad idea. Yeah, that will fuck you up. That is? Every time I drink it, I just throw up, throw up, because it, so, my stomach could be so bubbly. Ooh, that sounds disgusting. I was on a date with a chick, and I started drinking some Sparks, and I just kept burping, and then eventually, like, so much foam would come out of my burps that it literally looked like I had rabies <laughs> and she still fucked me. And I'm just um, <laughs> like, how did you, where are your standards, honey? I, I told her, I'm like, why would you fuck me? Why would you do that? Get off of me. Yeah, exactly. And she goes, I'm alone. I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm like, this is the mouth. Maddie told me to be adventurous. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's Maddie? She goes, I don't know, but it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know why she's a black Southern woman. The girl I don't know. Actually, I yeah. don't know why she actually sounds a little eighty when you do it. Too. Yeah, because she was. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sparks and Jim Beam can't drink those. Ugh. All right then. All right then. Okay, number three. When are you most inspired? I'm my most inspired when I see um, when I meet someone more successful than me in my in my field, mm-hmm. and when I see a really good film. And when I'm at my lowest, mm. when I'm feeling my lowest, that's when I get the most inspired. I love that. That might be my favorite answer to this question that I've asked really? so far. Yeah, I love that because it's so, I remember one time I was talking to my mom and I was, it was just, it was a low period in my life and I just kind of didn't know what to do. It was before I went to grad school and I was kind of figuring out. And I told my mom, I said, I don't know, mom, I just got to be grateful for this right now. And she's like, you don't have to be grateful. This is no. And I said, no, I mean, because this is what's going to make the really good times feel so great because I'm going through this right now. So 100% that's yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Dang it. Something about pulling yourself up. Yeah. Just inspires me. Like when I'm, you know, if you don't work in a while and you don't, uh, you have a bad set and you're not getting a lot of spots and mm-hmm. no one's booking you and you know, your day jobs cutting your hours or, you know, you, you can't pay your rent, like whatever mm-hmm. it is in uh, anyone's life. I feel like that's what really determines you as a human being. And I always remember that. Mm-hmm. So I always remember, I'm like, all right, this point in my life, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit and wait and coast and just kind of ride the wave? Or mm-hmm. am I going to say, fuck you wave and just fucking do it? You know, whatever I have to do. So I love that. Thanks buddy. I love that. All right, two more. Um, number four, you can do a choice between between this b- before your your comfortability, your boundary level. Um, <laughs> either weirdest place you had sex, okay, or first celebrity crush. Unless you had sex with your first celebrity crush, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm you like, can choose which one. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was uh, Mario Lopez in a uh, in an alley at a Walgreens. That's uh, that's it, <laughs> right? Um, um, don't know where to go. I haven't this. had sex in a lot of weird places, man. 
Something just happened. No, no, because I, I feel like every place that I think is weird, someone's like, that's so normal. I'm like, I had sex with a girl. Check this out. In the living room. And someone's like, the fuck? The living room? And someone's like, I had sex on a spaceship. Like, with an alien. I'm like, all right, that's you a little bit crazier than me. Um, celebrity crush. Um, oh, God. The first one. Oh, my first one? Well, I mean, you can say whatever. I kind of like to ask people their first one because I think it brings back just more nostalgia. First celebrity crush. You think about that first person you had a poster on your wall or something like that? or um, I'm trying to think. Let me see. When I was a kid. It's okay. Uh, or you can say. Oh, that. yeah. Cameron Diaz, man. Oh, Cameron. Like the mask when she's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah, she was, she was beautiful. Yeah, she was so hot, man. Love Cameron Diaz in the mask. Yeah, she was. I remember. I should watch. I remember there was like you were like, it was like when the first time I saw. I remember thinking um, when I saw Catherine Zeta Jones in the first Zorro movie. Catherine like, Zeta Jones too, this man. Woman. Oh yeah. I met her once and she was wonderful. Really? Yeah, yeah. I met her in New York after a play. I would I would look at Cameron Diaz in the mask and I would think to myself like, what do I need to do to. Uh, be around them titties like what do i need to do who's not what? tell your parents you know what i mean yeah no she was just she was so she was she's so beautiful. breathtaking man she yeah she's she's very attractive so she was my she was my first celebrity crush yeah i like it that was a good one yeah the mask i haven't seen that in years all right last question chatty manny what makes your heart happy what makes my heart happy mm-hmm. um when my family is proud of me mm-hmm. makes my heart happy and when when i'm on set yeah it's a good day yeah man that's that's yeah, the best day oh it's so great when you're when you're filming it's just n- nothing's really nothing i don't there's nothing that compares to that and you don't care your back's hurting from standing yeah. or what it doesn't matter when when i'm doing great work and i'm focused and people are acknowledging that i'm doing great work mm-hmm. uh is the best thing in the world by far by far i love it yeah all right then well that's our show everybody and what also makes my heart happy is uh hanging out with matt mar that's oh, what uh stop. hanging out with matt mar see y'all y'all think we're sitting across from each other but really we're sitting on top of each other maddie cruz <laughs> i know my mom said that was so sweet that paul Aaliyah, but he was so sweet and i said you're in mom yeah 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 uh, and then your mom's like and then he said you guys were having sex all the time then i was confused um, now my mom's gonna come and say because my mom doesn't talk like that at all, but she'll say I do not talk like that. Um, yeah, anyway. I don't talk like that. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. Where it's all is it Paul Ali- Paul Pariah Paul Alia one two three. Yeah, it's Paul Alia E L I A one two three. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, uh, all that stuff, and um, you guys better follow me, uh, Jordan, especially you, Jordan. Honey, is she in L.A.? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know Jordan's life. My girl, turn up, you know. Following me. 26. Ooh. Yeah. It's close. Um, all right, then. Yeah, if your boyfriend's not here, Jordan, uh, I know somebody in L.A. Um, great. Um, and same for everybody. Send in your questions to Um Do a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. That would be awesome. That just, they ping it, and then it helped. And iTunes sometimes supports the show, and then there's more followers, and then... We get to do this more and more. So, 
yeah, everybody. So that's the show for this week. And go and do something for someone this week. And I'll see you next week. See you. Bye. Oh, it's me again. Just reminding you, if you're interested in meeting me, you live in the Los Angeles area, and you have an issue, you want to change in your life, a problem you want to tackle, or a new beginning you're just a little scared to face, go to DearMattyShow.com, email me with your name, your email, your phone number, and, and just saying that you'd like to meet about a problem, and myself or someone else will contact you. Ooh, this is exciting, y'all. Can't wait to tell you more. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mm-hmm.